0: Hey guys, this is Person About Town. If you didn't listen to the last episode, you'll notice this one is a little bit different. Instead of the normal thing where we walk around town with a person who's chosen their favorite place, this time we're actually doing a social experiment where people ask each other questions in hopes of falling in love. So this all started because my sister sent me an article. 36 questions to fall in love. In it, the author describes a 20-year-old experiment where a man and a woman enter a lab and ask each other 36 questions that stimulate intimacy and ideally spark romantic connection. That old study resulted in a marriage, so the author gave it a try and ended up in a relationship. So I decided to do it. Here it is. This is Love About Town. Uh, we're starting off with yet another no-name person. Can you tell me a little bit about why you agreed to do this?
1: Well, I actually got approached by my lovely date today, <laughs> and she just asked me to do this, so I, uh, I said yes.
0: And what made you say yes versus uh, you sound like a crazy person, please never write me again? She
1: looked kind of sweet, and I figured, why not? I, you know.
0: Were you nervous at all, both about the date and about this question asking intimacy, creating exercise?
1: Probably more about the questions, actually, and oh. having them be publicly out there.
0: Uh, did you have a chance to look over the questions beforehand?
1: I did briefly a yes, and I don't have an answer for all of them.
0: That's fine. All right, so we're with the second member of the pair. So what made you agree to do this?
2: I'm a little terrified of you, and you asked me to do it, and I said, okay.
0: That's, that's uh, <laughs> Besides... The fact that I asked you to, and for no reason at all you think I'm vaguely intimidating, what about the particular experiment, what about the process, and what about the person you chose to do it with all made this come together for you?
2: I like anything that's different or unusual about dating, and I've tried all the different dating websites, and none of them work, and meeting people just face-to-face like in a bar also has not worked for me so I was like why not try this one last thing
0: this is the one last thing
2: yeah this is it for me
0: <laughs> after this if this today if I have not managed to help you find love you're done with this
2: uh yeah well we can just keep doing this this oh. podcast just end up being me going <laughs> on multiple dates with crazy people and I'm be like nothing works single for life alone
0: so on that upbeat note were you nervous at all about today's interaction no no nerves. No. What were your, what are, since we haven't really started yet, what are your expectations? Well, I really like
2: meeting people for the first time because I think, that, well, they don't know anything about you. So it's easier for me to be upfront and honest right from the get go. Whereas I feel like people who you've known longer, like it's harder to maintain being positive and like extremely open. Sometimes you're just like, I don't want to
0: talk to you anymore. I'm done.
2: (laughs) But like a new person, it's exciting to meet them and tell them things and hear their life story for the first time. And
0: this will definitely allow you to do that. All right. Yeah. Let's get started.
2: So you want me to ask the first question?
1: Yeah. Actually, you should read most of them, actually.
2: Really? Okay. But I think I ask you and then you answer and then you ask me.
1: Okay. All right. We can do that.
2: Given the choice of anyone in the world, whom would you want as a dinner guest?
1: So I thought about that. It's gonna be Elon Musk. You know the entrepreneur? No. Tesla? SpaceX? No. Oh, oh well. He's amazing. He's like a really smart person.
2: And you would have like a lot of conversation.
1: Yes. Yeah.
2: About how to be an entrepreneur.
1: About that <laughs> and about design and you know, about just his mission of, you know, making stuff accessible for for the world. <laughs> okay. Kind of, yeah. Okay. Should I just
2: answer it, or do yes, you, you think, should just
1: answer it exactly. I think you
2: have to. Yeah, you have to ask okay, me. Okay, giving
1: a choice <laughs> of anybody in the world, whom would you want to have? <laughs> whom would you want as a dinner guest?
2: Um, so I've not looked at the questions beforehand. Given the choice of anyone in the world, I think maybe Nostradamus. Yeah, I mean we were talking about him earlier, and. He could predict my future for me
1: oh you want that huh i
2: want that i think i mean i wouldn't maybe not my future that brings up you're right actually Mm. yeah it'd be interesting though i think basically anyone would be interesting in that situation (laughs) i really like food so i think i would really just have dinner with anyone we should get dinner sometime all
1: right okay (laughs) (laughs) yeah oh yeah with you Okay, well, th- well then, um, would you like to be famous, in and in what way?
2: Well, so my pastime and my hobby and the thing I love to do is comedy, and I would like to be more famous comedy-wise than I am now. That's impossible. Uh, you think it's impossible? <laughs> uh, not like, I don't think I'll ever be like as famous as like someone like Louis C.K., but I'd uh, be to be more well known than I am now I guess but not famous in the way that like I have to hide from like paparazzi or like people are invading my personal space I don't think that kind of famous sounds like a good time but or like known for something like if you change the world somehow like in I don't know like I'm a librarian so if I change the world somehow in like a literary way that would be cool but I guess No. For the most part, no.
1: No, exactly. Me neither. I don't want to be famous. I mean, yes, at some point for my work and for my actions, but no. don't want to be famous. Maybe
2: like regional famous. Uh, Before making a telephone call, do you ever rehearse what you are going to say? Why?
1: No. Although I have done that. So you have? I have, but that was like kind of... Why'd you do it? That was like the first conversation. When you... like in the process of dating someone but you have only like texted before and then you actually have the first phone call
2: oh so you like talking on the phone when you're dating someone you're a phone person yeah yeah I just I don't know sometimes
1: but it depends but yeah but that's the only one I think yeah
2: sometimes when I'm gonna make like a really important like business call Mm. I'll kind of rehearse like the negative way it could go and the positive yeah exactly (laughs) I always start out that way. I don't even yeah. say hello. I'm just like, bitch, where's my money? It <laughs> usually goes really well for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, that works. People love talking on the phone. Mm-hmm. What would constitute a perfect day for you?
1: Today. <clears throat> oh, just, no. yeah. oh yeah. that's oh, so cute. Yes. Um, there could be so many things. And, um, but it usually, I guess it always includes uh, a good friend, uh, I guess, in my book. Yeah. Just spending time, quality time with someone. I guess it would be be perfect.
2: perfect. Yeah. So I guess it depends on what, like, perfect means to someone, right?
1: Yeah, you can make up your own definition, I
2: think. Um, Well, I think a perfect day would start with ice cream for breakfast. Mm. Although I really like breakfast food. I think a perfect day would just be perfect. Yeah. Right? It's hard to, like, put it into actual terms. Like, hanging out with people you really like. Maybe like eating at your favorite restaurant. No traffic.
1: Mm, no tra- Just being oh, able yeah, to no drive traffic. from
2: one place to the other and not hit a bunch of traffic. No snow. Like oh, this weather on, this right now. Good. Snow's good when you're like in your house and the perfect day is already happening. How's it looking over there?
1: Yeah, yeah. We, I think we're good. And then at the end of the day, you win like a million dollars or something, right? That would be...
2: <laughs> like take away a million dollars. Not like... Oh. That's like before or after taxes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. It's important to know. Mm-hmm. All right, we're going to move on. When did you last sing to yourself, to someone else?
1: Oh, to myself today in the car on the way over. Yeah,
2: me too. Good. Yeah.
1: And to someone else. I guess, you know, doing karaoke every once in a while. So that would we with friends. So a few weeks ago. We maybe. were
2: singing alone together.
1: Yes, we were.
2: Good. That's my, that's a perfect day for me. Oh man. Yeah. I don't like to sing to other people, but sometimes I get in the habit of singing sentences Instead of just Why saying the Why don't you sing words? the
1: next um, sentence?
2: <clears throat> it's so long. <laughs> it was like a, when, is, when we get down here, Okay, I'll sing that one. Oh, good. If you were able to live to the age of 90 and retain either the mind or body of a 30-year-old for the last 60 years of your life, which one would you want?
1: Well, oh, is it your turn or my turn? I, forget.
2: I can answer first. Okay. I think it's probably more important to maintain your mind. <laughs> Like, uh, our culture makes it very important for us to, like, retain body image. But, uh, like, my grandparents, the older they got, the more their mind went first. Right. And that's, like, if, if you go in and out of coherence, I think
0: that's
2: <laughs> I think that's awful. It's yeah. awful because then you remember, like, <clears throat> oh, man, I'm really old and I can't remember things like I used to be able to. Or, like, even just simple things you can't remember anymore.
1: Yeah.
2: And I think that would be awful.
1: I totally agree, I mean, I definitely want to keep my mind, otherwise you're kind of a freak. I mean, who wants to be like a 30 year old that just can't remember stuff
2: right, and who wants to be ninety and look like they're thirty
1: yeah, weird to no. be creepy yeah, silly
2: do you want to read this one
1: okay uh, do you have a well, then I'm going to ask myself the, okay, do you have a secret hunch about how you will die, and I do it's going to be old age
2: oh, so you're just like gonna die in your sleep when you're old
1: yeah, peacefully. <clears throat>
2: Is that your secret hunch or is that your secret hope?
1: Oh, that's my... That's both.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Do I have a secret hunch about how I will die? No. I always thought that I would die before I was 30. And I'm 33, so I guess... Yeah, I... My secret hunch was that I was going to die before 30. Okay. So, I don't... know. I don't... Of what? Why? why? Just of um, being (laughs) too wild. (laughs) Like, maybe, like, drinking too much or, like crossing the street without looking or like wearing all black at night. we
1: were a wild partying, drinking...
2: I was a lunatic. I was like, yeah, "Yeah, for sure. Now we have to name three things that you and I appear to have in common. We're both white.
1: Yeah, we're both pretty tall.
2: We're both tall. Both wearing clothes.
1: Yes, we are. Jeans. We're both wearing jeans,
2: comfortable in jeans. Mm -hmm. Both wearing socks i really like socks they're important
1: okay we agree to this crazy thing so that's both agreed obviously.
2: to that so, something else we have in common both like farms oh yeah yeah food comes from farms
1: mm-hmm.
2: you have a farm mm-hmm. it's not you said it's not operating but yeah. i mean it could be yeah we both have hope that...
1: <laughs> we have hope we have hope and we're both single Both
2: single Boom! That's the man, biggest that's one. Man, that's crazy. <laughs> You're single, man, so am I.
1: Wow! What a coincidence? Oh, uh, for what in your life do you feel the most grateful?
2: I don't know. I had this really horrible boyfriend in Alaska, and I'm really grateful that I'm not dating him anymore. I've dated other people before. Mm.
1: You dated other people before?
2: Yeah, before this date. Oh, Other dates? Yeah. I know. I'm sorry. Um, that's probably. Like getting out of that relationship was really difficult and like life changing. And I feel like I grew as a person. And like if I was still with that person, my life would be horrible. So I'm grateful that that's not still happening. Are you going to say something like, I'm really grateful for puppies or something? (laughs) Kittens. I love kittens. I love kittens. Uh, So for what in your life do you feel most grateful?
1: I think in general that I'm just kind of grew up in in, in peaceful times with a great supportive family and, you know, that I have a functioning brain that is, you know, allows me to do, you know, shape my life in in the way I like to to live, so.
2: That's a better answer.
1: You can record another answer if you want. You can make up something else.
2: All right. Uh, So now I ask you and you answer? Sure. Okay. If you could change anything about the way you were raised, what would it be?
1: Oh, um, well, I mean, I grew up with uh, my my parents uh, were divorced when I was three. So I guess it would be good to have had my dad in my life all the time, I guess. I mean, I saw him on weekends, but it's not the same thing.
2: Hey, my parents are divorced, too. What's another thing we have in common? Oh, yeah. Can we
1: go back to the other answer? Yeah. We both.
2: Name three things you and your partner appear to have in common. We both come from broken homes.
1: Broken homes, yeah.
2: (laughs) Divorced parents. Mm -hmm. Uh, I shouldn't make light of that. Uh, Yeah, my parents got divorced when I was really young, and I always like have really clear images of like waiting by the front door for my dad to come and pick me up, and then he would just not show up at all.
1: Oh man, really? So yeah,
2: so it would have been better if like he'd been a more active participant in my life, but for the most part, like I was raised happily.
1: Um, All right, now we're taking a minute to tell.
2: Four minutes.
1: Oh. Oh, yeah. Four Four minutes
2: minutes to tell your partner your life story in as much detail as possible. Are you gonna Uh, time me? What? Brought a stopwatch?
1: Oh, no, your iPhone. (laughs) (laughs) I brought my stopwatch.
2: Like you're a coach on the sidelines and go. So, am I going first or are you going first? I think I am probably.
1: You can go first if I can ever get this to go. Tell your
2: partner your life story in as much detail as possible. I mean, do I start from when I was born?
1: Yes, you you were born.
2: I was born in western New York in February. Um, and so in February I always try and go on like a really fun vacation because mm-hmm. it's my birth month. I don't do like the week of drinking like most people do. I just go like go somewhere really okay. exciting. So like next month I'm going to Thailand. So okay. like that's okay, so I was born in western New York and I lived there. We moved around a lot when I was little. Um, So I lived like in all these small little country towns all over Western New York until I was 16 and I moved to Reno, Nevada with my family. And so I finished my last two years of high school in Reno, which was really difficult because I didn't know anyone and I moved there when I was 16. That's something awful to do to your children. (laughs) Hi, mom. So there's that. And then I stayed in Reno to go to college. And then after college, I met this boy, and we moved to Alaska. And then I lived in Alaska for five years. Not all of that time with that boy. Most, most of the, uh, I think we broke up, like, three months after we moved there. And I really liked Alaska because I really liked the outdoors, which I didn't know before moving there. So I always thought I liked everything to be really close and, like, within walking distance. <laughs> but that's not true at all. I really like hiking, and I like... Being out on a boat, I'm not good at fishing at all, but I would say that I like fishing. Um, Camping, just like anything that you would do outside. I had a really good time in Alaska, but then I decided like the where I lived was so small that I needed to move to like a bigger city because I would like run out of things to do in Sitka. So I applied to grad school at Simmons and I got in and then I moved here. So I've been here since 2008. And so that's kind of, like, a lot of moving. My parents divorced when I was little. I think I was, like, still an infant when they got divorced. and My mom got remarried when I was four to a guy she met at church. I don't go to church anymore. (laughs) That's how that ended for me. Uh, I have a sister who's five years younger and also have a brother who's five years younger, but they are not related to each other. Mm, So that's weird. They're three three weeks apart in age and i probably have other brothers because i'm sure my dad had like a ton of kids and didn't tell me about it because i met my brother <laughs> seriously yeah i met my brother josh when he was eight and i was 13 and i saw him at the grocery store Like I saw my dad at the grocery store with a little boy hmm. and i was like with my mom and i was like who is frank with my mom was like, I don't know. And then we went over there, and he was like, the little boy was like, Josh, my brother. And he was like, oh, you're my sister. I've always wanted to meet you. And I was like, this is so weird. Why is this <laughs> happening to me? Did your yeah. mom? Did your mom know? No. His mom knew, though. Josh's mom oh, knew okay. about <clears throat> us, but we didn't oh, okay. know about them. Wow. So that's a big reveal for only being on question 11 with you, I feel like. 30 seconds left. Um, so I haven't talked to my biological father in a really long time, like at least 10 years. And so we don't get along, I guess is probably the best way to say that. And like the countdown, are you going to do a countdown? No. So at 10 seconds. I get along really well with my mom and my sister, my stepdad a lot, most of the time. Done.
1: Yes. Yes.
2: Yes. Four That's, minutes is a long time. That I was hope my you are life. ready. Are you um, ready?
1: Oh <clears throat> yeah, sure.
2: You want me to read it again, or are you no, just to no, no, go? Good. Yeah, I'm good. Start. Sure.
1: Um, yeah, so I grew up in Germany, northern Germany, in a little town. Um, my parents were divorced as well. Um, grew up as a happy child. I okay. think my mom's always said I was was always smiling, and so. But I had a lot of trouble in school because I'm dyslexic. And they didn't catch that right away, so I had a lot of trouble. I had to go like repeat a couple of classes, so that was like not fun. Like losing all your friends and meeting new people is a little bit traumatic. Um, but in general, I had fun in school. Um, very social, had a lot of friends. Just that, you know, school itself was not fun for me. So I did that. Afterwards, I went um, did my uh, social services. Um, you know, you got to do that in, in Europe. And I uh, went to design school, and that went really well. So I had like five years of design school, um, graduated, and went to Boston for an internship um, at a big consultancy. Met a lovely lady that Ooh. then became my wife. Wow. And I moved here for her. Um, that was like early 2000. I've been here since, since then. You're allowed um, to go oh yeah, so, but that lasted like um well, I was with that um person for eight years, and then we got divorced because she didn't want to have kids, and she wanted more freedom and so forth, so uh she left, so that was um Sad. painful okay, yes <clears throat> um and I moved to Cambridge, you know, bought my condo, kind of just working for the next 10 years pretty much in boston as a designer and um recently bought a farm in new hampshire and i'm fixing that one up and that's a lot of fun i like projects so and i like space and and the outdoors and oh i skipped something too actually before (laughs) no and i didn't really so i also like dated this really lovely um woman for three years um and she got a job in new york so i moved to new york with her and um that was after
2: you went to design school here oh
1: this is like recent i mean this is pretty recent Recent. i mean i just came back like a year ago from new york welcome back yeah thank you yeah um so new york was fun for a year until that one day when she told me that her job move is going to move her to san francisco
2: you don't want to go there no why not
1: it's too far. It's too far from Europe, too far from Boston. I really like it here. I mean I like New England. And um
2: Did you already have the farm at that point? Yes. Oh okay. Yeah.
1: That was a hike too from New York. It was like seven hour drive on the weekends. It's kinda of Oh, you go
2: every weekend? Yeah, pretty much. Wow.
1: Yeah, that was kind of not. That's so
2: dedication good. to a farm.
1: Yeah, well. So okay, so then she moved away and um I became single again and for me well, yeah Woo! wow <laughs> so
2: <clears throat> and here we are we are okay you're gonna stop with 30 seconds you have nothing else all right
1: done um okay if you could wake up tomorrow having gained one quality or ability what would it be
2: i guess uh well quality that i would prefer to have is to not be I feel like I'm perceived as closed off sometimes. It's like I just have, like, like I think about things a lot. So if someone says something to me, then even if we're, like, standing in a group or, like, sitting at a restaurant and someone says something, I'll just have, like, this closed-off expression on my face because I'm just sitting there thinking about what's happening. And people perceive that as me being, like, bitchy or not wanting to be a part of the group or, like, I don't know. It's awful. So I wish I didn't have like that look on my face. Like I wish I I should just smile more. I have resting bitch face probably.
1: Really? Yeah. You seem to smile a lot. So I don't know. <clears throat> um, I don't see that. But yeah, my, my, okay.
2: All right. So what? What? Uh, what one quality or ability would you wish you could wake up with tomorrow? Not today. Today's too late. You're already oh, awake.
1: Oh, t- yeah. Well, the thing is, like, if you had. So, I mean, I would like actually like to play an instrument. That would be kind of good. Um,
2: you didn't have to play one in school? No. Oh, American yeah. school. American oh, schools, yeah. they make you play an instrument. Oh,
1: really. I would like to play guitar. That guitar? Oh, yeah. I feel
2: like every guy plays guitar.
1: But it's fun because then I can sing and, and play the guitar with that.
2: What about if it was like a ukulele? Yeah. What kind know. of guitar? No. Five well, string? Seven string?
1: Five. Uh, oh, and you start with acoustic arf. and you go... <laughs> Twelve. trust straight. Yeah, yeah. Why not? Sweet. Totally.
2: I mean, go big, right? Yeah.
1: But in general, I mean, I wouldn't want to invest all the time. Like, if I have the ability of playing a the guitar, then I would have oh, spent like up ten thousand dollars, ten thousand hours, wasting my life on that so far, and I didn't have any other.
2: So okay, so you're gonna time. wake up tomorrow knowing how to play the guitar. What like, like metal? Or like classical, (laughs) like a hairband. Are you like in a hairband all of a sudden?
1: No, but I think anything would be fun.
2: You just like know it all.
1: Yeah. Like you're just a prodigy. Totally.
2: That's a better answer than mine. (laughs) Mine was uh, that I wish I didn't have resting bitch face. (laughs) And yours is that you were a prodigy of a guitar. Awesome. Okay, let's see. Is Is there something that you've dreamed of doing for a long time? And why haven't you done it? So this assumes
1: oh, that you've gee, not done this it. Oh, question. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, so um, I would have liked to have had children already and see them grow up. And why I haven't done that yet is a really good question. <laughs> Maybe because I haven't found the right person yet. Because it turns out that all the people I'm dating don't want kids. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I think I'm sitting next to one.
2: Um, yeah, I so don't know if I want kids. See? See? I mean, I've never been in a situation where I've been like, yes, I want kids. But I work with kids, and they're pretty okay. And my best friend has a kid, and she calls me... Do you know Aunt- someone that has a kid? Yeah, she calls me Auntie Kate. Did my you? mom sends her gifts, so... Oh,
1: that name is going to get scrambled.
2: Yeah, that's not something I've dreamed of doing for a long time. Okay, not having what children. have you dreamed <clears throat> I really want to uh, put my job on hold and... And, like, either go in my car or, like, in a slightly bigger vehicle, like an RV or something, and just travel all the states and see all of what my country has to offer. Because I feel like I do a lot of traveling and I go outside of the United States and always have a very good time. But, like, for being an American, like, I don't really know a lot about my own country. So it would be interesting to, like, maybe just take, like, a year off from work and from everything, like, all my responsibilities that I have here in Boston and just see everything that my country has to offer. Cool. That'd be pretty cool.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And I haven't done it because I'm scared.
1: <laughs> and you don't have <laughs> for, for legit. And you don't have an RV or a, day or a year off. But I don't have a year up.
2: off, but, like, I could... You could just quit. I could quit or I could ask for, like, time off. But, like, I think it's mostly I'm scared. Mm. Like, just really scared. I've taken, like, the whole summer off before and, like, gone to Alaska and just, like, kayaked and hiked around and, like, didn't have a job and just stayed with friends. And that was really awesome. And I remember at that time thinking, like, I'm never going to have this awesome of a time again. Like, this is it. Like, this is the best that I can do. (laughs) But, like, maybe it's not. And I don't want to wait until I'm, like, 65 to, like, travel around America because then I'll feel like I won't have the same experiences I'd have when I'm in my 30s.
1: Um, What do you value most in a friendship?
2: So I have, like... I like friends that are, even if they live far away, that, like, if you have a conversation with them and then you don't see them for a long time and then when you do see them, you, like, can pick up right where you left off even if you've both changed a Mm. lot or maybe if you haven't, like, kept up with everything in your lives that whole time, Mm. that they're still, like, a genuine person, that they're still, like that same person they were the last time you saw them. Mm -hmm. So like, I guess not like they haven't grown as a person, but just that like their morals haven't changed or they're like still, (laughs) I guess, genuine being genuine person. And like, yeah, I have a lot of friends like that. What do you value? What do you value most in a friendship?
1: I think probably (laughs) that, um, just have someone that just listens to, you know, what you have to say and kind of is it just kind of there for you when when you need someone
2: just a phone call away just a
1: <laughs> such a comedian <laughs> <laughs> yeah very simple very um yeah just a good person that um that is there for you
2: just like the most basic core values yeah. of a friend yeah. all right what is your most treasured memory uh, so I have this, I have this really good memory of when I was, uh, it was in high school, it was my senior year and I was really good friends with this guy, Derek, and he was very artistic and he was at my house. Our friend Dina was really sick. And so he was over at my house and he was like, we should make a movie and then give it to Dina and it'll make her feel better. And so we made this really just like stupid, goofy movie that a high schooler <laughs> that like is not cool enough to be like at a party mm-hmm. would make. And, uh, we like dressed up and like wore stupid wigs and like did her makeup Mm -hmm. and like just had like stupid did all this stuff about how we missed Dina and we couldn't wait for her to be back in school and and then when she came back to school we gave it to her and she watched it and she was like oh my god that was so funny and then like a year later Derek died and then we still had that movie so we could like watch it but like just making that movie became something so much bigger Hmm. because I think like if he was still alive, we would just be like, that would be harder to dig up that memory. Right. Uh, but that was a fun well, day. Do I ask this one? I can't keep track. And it doesn't matter. We should have been like, your odds and I'm evens.
1: Mm. We can still do that.
2: What do you want to be, odds or evens?
1: i going to be odds. Because
2: <laughs> you don't want to read this <laughs> next one. Well, you have to go first to oh, yeah, read it. yeah, read it. Okay. Okay. So, what is your most terrible memory?
1: Again, I think my memory is just shot. I don't know. Um, well, I think um, the moment my ex-wife told me that she's leaving is probably, was pretty traumatic. Um,
2: it seems terrible. That's
1: probably. I'll count it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I guess probably when I was in Alaska and I realized that, like, I moved away from my family and all of my friends and I didn't know anyone. I was living, like, in this tiny little island town with, like, no job and like this, the boyfriend that I moved there with was a horrible person but thank you I try not to think about that time as being like terrible I try to think of it as like a time that was transformative because yeah. like if you focus on it as a terrible memory then I think it's harder for me to like move on from it but like I learned a lot of really good things from it but it was a terrible time in no. my life it was, it was an awful time
1: you're not in Alaska anymore
2: I'm not in Alaska anymore.
1: If you knew that in one year you would die suddenly, would you change anything um, about the way you are living now and why?
2: Yeah, I would do that RV thing. There you go. If I'm going to die in one year and I was going to die suddenly, yeah, that. I would quit my job. Mm. But it better not be one of those things. Okay, I'll go with you. If the universe yeah, was cool. like, just that's kidding, cool. yeah. you're not going to die. I would be pissed. Yeah. I'd be so mad. Oh, I better die.
1: <laughs> I better
2: die <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. That crystal ball. Yeah. I would smash it. Liar. I would be so mad. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, that's why I would change it. I would want to just like experience everything fully and not like, not that I don't enjoy my job, but just like my day is like segmented so much. Like I go to work and then I have like the fun things I do after work and then sleeping. And I would just want to change all that. Yeah, the RV, for sure. Okay. You ready?
1: Yeah, I mean, this question is, um, sure, if you would know that, yes, it would change your life. But this question is...
2: I mean, I would probably mm, still live my life the way I'm living it now. Like, I would still be the same person. I would just not have a job.
1: Mm.
2: And I'd be sightseeing.
1: Sightseeing.
2: But I'd still be me.
1: But in general, this kind of question is, like, not existing anyway. I mean, there's no such thing as, you know, that you're going to die in a, in a year. So, therefore, this is not real. And, therefore, I wouldn't change anything because this is not real. This is
2: my most terrible memory.
1: <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, yeah. You're, it's your turn. Oh,
2: okay. Um. What does friendship mean to you?
1: Oh, it's, again, I mean, we kind of answered something similar, huh? I think so. I think it's... And this is the other way around. So I think it's being there for someone else. I just learned a couple of days ago that one of my best friends has cancer. And, you know, I just find myself thinking about him a lot and being there for him. And I think that's probably, you know, it's not much I can do, but, you know, I just think about him.
2: Yeah, so I, like, friends are very important to me. And I think I have, like, just a handful of people that I would consider, like, my really good Friends Mm -hmm. and like I could call in on them at any time or like talk to them or text them or uh whatever. And then I have like a lot of more acquaintance friends, and maybe those are the people that I see all the time, but they're not necessarily like the people that know me or like they know a part of me, but they don't know me fully like one of those other people would. So, friendship is I think friendship's important, help shape you. I think you'd be a crazy person if you didn't have friends, right? If you like lived like Rapunzel, like up in your tower, you'd be crazy. Yeah. All right. I'm glad you agree. Mm. Oh, Oh yes, ma'am. It's good. It's good that we did even and odds because now we know Mm. you're odd and I'm even.
1: It only took us like 20 questions to figure that, that trick out. Yeah. What roles do love and affection play in your life?
2: So I have a hard time with affection right away from people. So, like, like hugs. Like, I'm not really big on hugs. And, oh, <laughs> thank you. Uh, yeah, so it takes me a while to, like, feel comfortable with, like, just seeing someone and then, like, hugging them hello. A lot of my friends seem to be really big into that. Like, they see me, and then they'll just come over and give me a hug, and I'm like, oh, we're doing this now. Okay, cool. Whereas with, for them, that's, like, an effortless thing. But I, I don't know. I have people that I love, and like love them completely mm. and i don't have a problem with showing affection yeah they play okay. a role in my life
1: they good they're there yes they're there <clears throat> i mean i've been in love it a few times and i love it
2: that's good yeah.
1: and i'm also a very affectionate person so in public too
2: yeah so, so you were like important. the type of person that would just like run over and hug someone oh yeah run or like walk quickly
1: Both. i don't have to run you made
2: a face all right yeah Alternate sharing something you consider a positive characteristic of your partner. Share a total of five items. Oh, my God. We can't even keep track of who read the question last.
1: Yeah. Well, that's right. Me first, huh?
2: Okay. So I look at you, and then I tell you a positive characteristic.
1: Oh, good. Yeah.
2: Okay. Well, positive characteristic would be uh, that I messaged you on OkCupid and asked you for our first date if you would mind doing this strange podcast, and you were totally for it. You were like, oh, yeah, I read that article. Yes. Like, no <laughs> no other, like, follow-up questions. You just, like, immediately said yes. Well, so you're adventurous.
1: Oh, totally. I like Yes, I guess you could say that. And I like that you actually approached me. So that's not very common. So I appreciate that a lot. <laughs> One.
2: <laughs> One. <laughs> Two, because also we're recording this in We're recording this? Right now we're recording it <laughs> at someone's home that you don't know. That's true. And you're like... You're like, yeah, why not? <laughs> We're in Somerville. Sure, let's do this. Uh, you're sharing like a lot of really, we haven't even, I think we are haven't even gotten to any of the hard, the hard questions yeah. yet. And so you are okay with having first time at me just share a bunch of crazy information about you. And, oh, not that you're crazy. Just meant like a lot of <laughs> like, like this is not a normal first date. Like usually first this date is you don't not like. not a
1: normal first date, no.
2: Right. So like a first date, like I feel like you wouldn't even really know someone after a first date. Mm. It's almost like a first meeting.
1: Well, that's the whole huh. point of this, right? Right. Yeah. Being like all out there. Right. Vulnerable. Showing your vulnerability. That's a good word, vulnerable. Have you listened to that um, tech talk? No. Oh, you should.
2: So that's another great thing about you. You listen to tech talks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, man. You're tall? I like to do very... Well, hold on. We alternate. Okay. We've oh, wait, right. wait. You're right. Um, right. I'm sorry. Um... Sorry no, I'm sorry no i'm sorry no
2: like i just i got i got excited okay go ahead
1: okay um i think you're very approachable like like we just met like an hour ago and immediately it's kind of felt very natural to talk to you and it's just kind of very easy so that's
2: you don't think of wrestling bitch face oh no my no i
1: haven't seen that yet
2: good you seem like a positive person just in general like we even though we had to talk about our terrible memory you're like I don't know, you're very positive about it. Like, you seem more forward-thinking than, like, stuck in the past, but I don't Friends. really, haven't met you that long. I haven't known right. you that long, well, so... come on,
1: you've known me for an hour. Okay, you know yeah. That. Yeah, no, you, you, got seem a like good, a positive you got a good person. read on that.
2: Yeah, yeah, of course Thank I too. did.
1: You smile a lot. I don't, that's not really a characteristic, I guess. Um, well, you didn't mention positive, but I can just give that, I have to give that back to you as well, because... So far, what I've seen is, um, yeah, I haven't seen that bitch face yet, so.
2: Okay. You should tell Canis. Oh, yeah. Hmm. You're tall. That's good. It's a positive yeah. characteristic. Some people lie online about how tall they are, and then yeah. you meet them, and you're, you're like, mm, you're probably 5'9 on a good day, and they're like, well, if I wear these shoes, I'm 5'10. Yeah.
1: And you're like, well, that's creepy. No, usually it's like, oh, yeah, they're six foot, and then you show up, and then they're 6'4.
2: What? taller taller dang okay i should lie i should lie <laughs> less i should lie less
1: you should um you should lie less that's uh that's a not so good character <laughs> i think we're done we're done although oh, i think i need to praise say god something. i need to <laughs> say one the i think
2: thing. it's a total of five items between the two of us okay, so you then did we're three way, you did two whatever oh, we're way, way where we over
1: at. then um where are we at
2: 23
1: what Oh, okay. How close and warm is your family? Do you feel your childhood was happier than most other people's?
2: How close and warm is your family? Close, not like. I mean, my mom and dad live in on the west coast. Really? No, I think
1: this is meant. Oh, like. Like emotionally. Uh, close. I got you. Got you. There was, there was. Warm. Like, I think they're probably talking about the temperature.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Like their <laughs> body temperature. Yeah.
1: Exactly. <laughs>
2: perfect my mom's body temperature as a resting of um so like my parents my childhood was I don't think it was like any happier than most other people's I think it was average my sister and I like fought a lot for most of our years until I was like a teenager and then I kind of forgot that I had a family and was like hanging out with my friends and just always at school all the time but I think like as I became a teenager I became closer to my sister And now that I don't live close to my family, I feel like we get along a lot better. It's like when we're together, we can appreciate that time more. Mm. But like my mom is a micromanager. So she likes to have, she likes to like, she like texts me every day. And it's always like, sometimes I just like won't text back. Cause I'm like, I just need to not be like in constant contact with you. But like she's doing it out of love, not because she's like trying to manipulate me or anything, but. Yeah, my, mom, my mom's like really friendly and outgoing and just like wants to know everything that's happening all the time. Mm. My stepdad's quiet, super introverted, and my sister lives in Queens, New York, so I see her pretty frequently, but um, I don't know. I think we're average. I wouldn't say that we're happier than other people.
1: Okay. No, I'm, I'm close with my mom and my, my sister. Um, you know, my, I mean, I love my dad. But again, he wasn't around that much. Um, but yeah, my my mother is a wonderful person, and I really love my sister. So we don't call each other every day, but you're so lucky. We... Yeah, you're so right. Lucky. <laughs> so no, we no we have a we have a great solid and relationship. And childhood, I think, was was pretty happy. There was no, I mean, there was you know some drama with a divorce, but nothing major. I mean, I grew up pretty sheltered and without any emotional trauma really so
2: is your sister older or younger than you
1: Two, yeah two well younger two and a half years uh yeah
2: and she still so lives in good. germany like you're, I'm yes they are ma- they, they all, uh, everyone they
1: all, everybody yeah you're the only one uh-huh
2: all right how oh. do you oh
1: no that's right that's
2: that eye. is right yeah how do you feel about your relationship with your mother i didn't even know that was coming oh
1: see? No, I mean, she's wonderful. She's um, very sweet. Everybody that meets her um, says, oh, you got the best mother ever. She's so sweet. So, yeah, I really love her. So she's she's, she's a good mom.
2: Yeah, I feel like my relationship with my mom is pretty good, too. She's, uh, I feel like for a long time she just wanted to be my friend and not my mother, and that was a little frustrating. But, like, in high school, we didn't really, my sister and I didn't really have, like, a lot of curf. We didn't, like, have curfew or, like, rules or restrictions or anything we could like mm. come home from like a night being out we'd be like i'd be like 16 and i'd come home and it'd be like 3 a.m and my mom would just be there and be like oh you're home we were worried about you <laughs> and it's like before cell phones you know so it's just yeah. like then my mom would be like oh you're home now so you're probably hungry do you want me to make you an omelet and i'd be like wow. yeah really like, that's cool she's just more of a friend than a mom yeah. at that time but I feel like the older I get, my relationship with her gets better.
1: That's good. Okay. We are on set three now. Set 3 Da Ta-da. Question 25. Um, in the parentheses. No, make three true <laughs> in the parentheses. We. We statements each. For instance, we are both in this room feeling.
2: Yeah. So how says each? Make three true we statements each. Whereas the other one just said share a total of five items.
1: Hmm. Yes, so it's three and three. I'm feeling guilty about that one.
2: Okay, so three true we statements each. We are both in this room feeling, uh, I think we are both out of our element for this situation. Like, uh, I've never been in a situation like this for a first date.
1: Being recorded?
2: Being recorded, yeah.
1: True, it has to be true, too.
2: We are are both feeling maybe a little awkward. Yes. Uh, because it's even though like there isn't another person in the room with us, just knowing that it's being that everything you're saying is being recorded, I don't know, it makes me feel a little anxious. It's like, better get it right, you know? Yeah. But it's like you wouldn't know if I didn't get it right. You know?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think we're both nervous about this because these questions are gonna be out there and and it's very a lot of personal information that we're sharing right? with you guys.
2: We are both full of crepes.
1: Mm, that's correct. Crepes. Crepes. We are both sitting on a couch <clears throat> next to each other, drinking water. Yeah. Looking at a microphone.
2: Mm-hmm. Am I done?
1: I think so. Okay. We Com- can't can count, apparently.
2: Complete the sentence. I wish I had someone with whom I could share.
1: Nights in front of the wood stove, looking out at the stars.
2: You have a wood stove?
1: Yes. Or the campfire, it's even better. Being out there, laying on the grass, looking at the stars.
2: That's a really good answer. I don't think I can top that. Uh, I wish I had someone top. with whom I could share. And not like top it, but like, yeah. my answer would be way more mundane. Tolls with?
1: What? Tolls? <laughs> <laughs> what is that?
2: Yeah, like when you go on a road trip and um, you have to pay road tolls
1: oh i wish okay. someone
2: else would pay some of those oh
1: that's that's so sweet of you that's such a wonderful thing yeah yeah i always wanted someone to share that with me
2: cut that's... down on your spending yeah your budget
1: if you were going to become a close friend with your partner partner meaning you right
2: yeah you and me we're partners we're
1: partners please share uh what the important uh, what would be important for him her to know
2: Oh, like just a thing that you would need to know about me to be a close friend? Oh, yeah, you friend. should really
1: know. I got this condition. No, just kidding. <laughs> no, that's not such thing. You know if you're diabetic or like allergic to shellfish or something. Oh,
2: right. I don't like carrots.
1: What? Well, that's I mean, fine I'll, because you can I'll give it to them. my rabbit.
2: Oh, you have a rabbit? Yeah. Oh, my God. So I guess... So I have a rabbit. Yeah. <laughs> that's important for me to know. That's
1: really important.
2: mm <clears throat> I don't like carrots. I have really small feet for my height. Oh, gosh. Yeah, size 8. That's small. It could be smaller, I guess. Mm, It
1: could be smaller. That's okay. That's not...
2: I really like socks. I feel like I already said that, though, earlier.
1: We're already done with this question.
2: All right. Tell your partner what you like about them. Be very honest this time saying things that you might not say to someone you've just met um i like that oh I, uh, Ooh, you uh, go first oh yeah, right? no, yes perfect <laughs>
1: we kind of sit that we kind of did that these questions are like kind of repeating it they are
2: yeah, it's yeah super repetitive it's a trick yeah this is a government trick
1: oh it's like constant repeat yeah repetition kind yeah. of makes you believe in something. I bet kinesis
2: is in the fbi
1: oh yeah okay um something that's true that i like about you
2: yeah but very honest this time. Last time you were probably lying. Oh
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I think like what I said earlier that um, you're very easy to talk to, and um, you smile a lot, and you got a great um, overall demeanor about yourself. I don't know what the right is, but you know, just kind of.
2: Okay, yeah, that you were like totally up for this, even though, like, I'm just a random person. This could have been a trick, or it could have been like this something horrible. It it is a trick, trick of some sort. Might even be tricking me, I don't know, yet. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's it. Uh, when did you last cry in front of another person or by yourself?
1: Did, 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 cry. Last cry... In front of a person was my ex-girlfriend when she told me she was moving to San Francisco and by myself, like, a few weeks later, I guess, when it all sank down. That's so personal.
2: Yeah, like, I don't think I've cried... In front of another person or by myself recently for, like, a sad thing. Like, I think I've probably, like, watched a movie Mm, and cried mm. and been like, this is so sad, but.
1: Or just emotional. I mean, that's kind of, yeah, I do too when I see you.
2: But, like, like in front of another person, I I don't know. Like, um, oh, I, there's something wrong with my eardrum and I was on the plane. I was going to ask you about that. Oh, yeah? You could tell? (laughs) Yeah.
1: It's obvious.
2: It's so obvious. It's swollen. There's something... Like, I didn't have, like, it's in... You can't see it without, like, the thing (laughs) to put in it. But, uh...
1: Oh, I have a friend. She can look at your ears.
2: Yeah, well, I I went and had an MRI done. And everything is... I can't hear out of this this year. I can't Hmm. hear
1: out of it at all. And... Maybe you should take the carrot out.
2: You think there's something in there? There's nothing in there. And I cried on the plane because of the pressure. Like, when I was landing. But, like, not... Wasn't intentionally like I'm gonna cry now. It was like so painful. My body was like the only thing I can do is cry. Mm. Wow. Done. Did Done. it.
1: Okay. <clears throat> tell your partner something that you'd like oh. uh, about them already. Yeah. Tell me. No, wait. I ask a question. I ask oh, you. Oh, so I'm I tell you. Okay. I see. I see. All the tough ones. You gotta answer first.
2: Um, I like that.
1: <laughs> Don't say the same thing again.
2: <laughs> right. Gosh. Uh, I like that. Oh, I like your scraggly beard thing you oh, yeah. have happening. Oh, yeah. Um, that's a physical characteristic, though. Is that okay? That's
1: fine. Okay, perfect. Yeah, I don't want to repeat myself either now. This is, yeah, you
2: can. Something yeah. brand new.
1: Yeah. I like your hair.
2: Yeah, thanks. Yeah. All right. Go. Uh, what, if anything, is too serious to be joked about?
1: Nothing. At my question. Oh. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree. Nothing. That's nothing.
2: Uh, I, mean, I think
1: there shouldn't be anything I should be taboo, because that is um, censorship, and it leads to bad things.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think uh, maybe, like, if we were in a serious situation, like, if you were, like, like, if your mom had just died or something and I made a joke about it, like, I think maybe that would be crossing a line. But, like, I think...
1: Yeah, I think it's more general. I mean, yes, yeah. there's always, of course, inappropriate times for Right, jokes, so it's time it more shouldn't than be its forbidden topic. to right. joke or.
2: So now you're gonna ask it, and oh. I'm gonna answer it first, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Question thirty-three, and I'm finally yeah, figuring it let's out. let's
1: do this this way. Just <laughs> <laughs> if you were to die this evening with no opportunity to communicate with anyone, what would you most regret not having told anyone, and why haven't you told them yet?
2: Um, I feel like I'm pretty verbal. Uh people would even say that like I say maybe too much. So I don't I don't think that I have like a thing that I'm like holding inside of me not telling someone. I don't think that I have like I don't have one of those weird relationships like with like with my parents where I've never said I love yeah. you to them or something yeah. and I'm like, damn it, I died, now I'll never no, I'll never know. Like uh no one
1: will ever know, yeah.
2: Yeah. I don't think, like, I'm holding in anything that's, like, someone didn't know.
1: Yeah, this is one of those trick questions, right? To bring out the really, like, that core. And I don't... What yeah.
2: would you most regret not having told someone? Yeah, I don't think there's, like, any one person in my life that's, like, I wonder where I stand with Kate. Mm. Like, I don't think there's any yeah. person that's, like... I don't know. I don't
1: know. I yeah, feel like we, I'm We're dodging upfront. this question, but I don't know. We don't have, I guess, a good... We don't care. We don't, yeah, we don't We're care. moving on, we don't care. 33. 34. We don't so care So I ask, and
2: then you answer first.
1: Okay, that's a good idea.
2: Your house containing everything you own catches fire. After saving your loved ones and pets, you have time to safely make a final dash to save any one item. What would it be and why?
1: So, <laughs> this is,
2: this, I wish all the questions, questions were like this. This trick. is a much better question.
1: So I saved my rabbit already, so that's you good. You saved your rabbit. See...
2: Would you ever eat your rabbit?
1: No. Ooh. No, he's all tough, and he's old. Oh,
2: yeah, yeah you don't no, want to eat old rabbit.
1: You're right. Um, no, I would just take my little box container that I have all my prized <laughs> possessions in. It's creepy. It's one item, right?
2: Yeah, no, is it fireproof? Say, yeah,
1: it's like a fireproof thing.
2: If it's fireproof, you don't need to save it. Oh,
1: you should... You should just don't. leave it in no. there. Your
2: final dash should be for something else. Like, mm. carry out your couch or something.
1: No. Get all
2: those pine floors. No. Nope. Okay. So that's the thing you would save, is that? Yeah.
1: They name <clears throat> my documents, basically.
2: Yeah. So my sister and I um, wrote, write each other, like, we're pen pails. So I moved mm-hmm. out when I was 18, and she was, like, in her early teens. Mm-hmm. And we started writing each other letters, so, like, once a month. So I would send one. So every other month, one of us would write. Okay. And uh, so I have all those because we're still doing it now. Oh,
1: wow and
2: so i would probably take those because they're really yeah. funny i read through them a few years ago and like the ones from when she was like 12 <laughs> and i was 18 were hilarious they were like so funny it was, like, they're just, <laughs>
1: ridiculous.
2: so That's... ridiculous and then like you know like she lived overseas for a while and i lived here or like i went overseas and to study for school and she was here and mm-hmm. like those letters are like what if I quit school and I never see you again? Like, I don't know, just, like, very dramatic, (laughs) very silly. It's like these questions. Yeah, now they're more mundane, though. It's Mm -hmm. more things that are, like, today I went to the store. I love salmon. Do you love salmon? And, like, it's stupid now, but, like, it'd be funny. It'd be fun to have those still.
1: (laughs) That's cool. Of all the people in your family, um, whose whose death would be the most um, disturbing and why?
2: So my mom made me and my sister like go through the house a few years ago and like write down all the things we wanted it was really creepy because i was like i don't want to think about when you're dead mm. like that'll be really devastating for me if a parent dies because like you're my parent like right. i'm not ready for that yet in my life so like writing down things she's like don't think of it that way just think of them as like material things you want and i was like ah, i can't do this like it's too much for my brain yeah. to handle so i think like a death of a parent like, in the next few years would, like, be really difficult. Like, I feel like I'm not old enough to lose a parent.
1: Yeah. It's... Or
2: a sibling. Ugh.
1: So that's kind of where I think where I'm heading. I mean, of course, you know, my parents would be would be terrible. But if my sister died when she's younger,
0: mm-hmm. that would
1: be probably more not
0: disturbing. Not disturbing.
2: I don't think disturbing is the but right deter- word. Oh, no. Do you think so? Family. Devastating. Disturbing is mm. a weird word. Yeah. Okay
1: last question
2: share a personal problem and ask your partner's advice on how he or she might handle it also ask your partner to reflect back to you how you seem to be feeling about the problem you have chosen
1: this is a hard one this is one of the hard ones this is one of the ones i didn't even know what to to say personal problem i'm single that's a personal problem yeah me too That's my personal problem and then i keep meeting really nice people but um they either don't want kids or i can't fall in love with them i don't know it's um
2: i'm probably not the person to give you <laughs> advice on that like yeah
1: how would you <laughs> maybe
2: pick another personal problem <laughs> yeah um, right yeah i seem to meet a lot of creeps on okcupid but i know that like most people advice on that is don't use okcupid <laughs> and my feeling on that is, that's probably good to say that to me, but mm. it's difficult to meet people that are like legit looking for someone mm. if it's not on like a
1: dating, dating site. Yeah, right. that's like specific,
2: yeah. specific, specific, especially for
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> dating. I mean, you have to go first. I ask
1: it of you. Oh, well, didn't I? Yeah. <clears throat>
2: A personal problem See, I don't even have... you don't have any problems should... make one up just for but this that exercise be...
1: it's
2: truthful because I know that you are making it up oh, boom no.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's actually isn't that kind of a good thing when you don't have any kind of pressing personal problems
2: Yeah, I feel like I don't have one I mean
1: that's good
2: my landlord just told us that they're selling the building that we're living in so like they own a triple decker and we live on the first floor and they wrote an email to my my roommate who's lived there 11 years and i've only lived there four and this like they're like we're selling the building and you have 90 days to find a new place to live so it's like a big problem in my life especially since like one of those months i'll be in thailand so i like won't have time to like research where to live
1: oh yeah okay
2: but like I don't really need advice on it. This is basically well, you like don't... you need to get your shit together <laughs> I would and move somewhere find new. <laughs> a new.
1: I find a new <laughs> <laughs> Find apartment. a new place to live. Yeah. Yeah. I think that would be.
2: Uh, reflect back to me how you seem to be feeling about the problem. No, I reflect to you. Um, that's a good, that's good advice. Thank you.
1: <laughs> we're not qualified to actually answer this question appropriately, I think. I think we're done.
2: Do we push stop? No. Pause. No, we don't touch it
1: Well, just leave it
2: should we just sit here until she comes out
1: no we were we supposed her. to get her yes
0: hey <laughs> you guys gotta stare into each other's eyes for four minutes
2: are you gonna time it you're gonna
0: time it
1: okay <laughs> okay it doesn't say that here but yeah it doesn't it's do
0: that. just in the questions but it's in the article that i sent that everybody
1: read yeah yeah we read it yeah
0: i read yeah, it, it. There's four should we
1: keep the recording on for four minutes yeah that was, it's gonna be silent? That's gonna be the best part of the whole podcast. <laughs> it's
0: gonna also, you're also gonna hear like the weird like giggles Uh-oh. that you make, like out of awkwardness. I'm like... not making any noise. Okay. I'm just staring okay, at it. Of, of, of complete noise. silence.
1: Okay, hold I'm on. I'm going to meditate, me Staring the, into um, your eyes, into your soul. Ooh.
2: Hold on. Let me know Hold just... on, hold on. He has to empty his pockets.
1: Wow. Oh. I'll be right back.
2: He's left me alone to mentally prepare for this exercise of staring into each other's eyes for four minutes. He's in Kinese's bathroom and he keeps shouting the words, hey, hey. I think it's reflecting that he's nervous. Either that or he's blowing his nose. I'm here alone. I should do something entertaining while I'm here alone, but I don't really have anything entertaining to say. I should have prepared for this better. hmm Waiting. I told all my secrets while you were gone. <laughs> okay, hold on.
1: <clears throat> Is this what we do?
2: I mean it's what I'm gonna do. Okay. Are you ready? Are you timing it? I am timing it. Okay, four minutes.
1: It's
2: gonna and... be weird. It's like a staring contest, right? I can't talk?
1: No, you can't talk. So okay,
2: just quiet. Be cu-
1: just just be quiet.
2: Just okay. be quiet. Okay. That was the longest four minutes of my life. It actually wasn't that bad. No, it was okay. It's weird being quiet that long. Not necessarily the staring, Mm. just the quiet.
1: Yeah. Okay. We did it. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we didn't do it, but. You
0: guys are done? We're We're done. done. But now I'm going to do a quick interview with both of you. We both not So, during the time when you guys were... Are you in the bathroom yet? Okay. So, during the time when you guys were staring into each other's eyes, what was going through your head?
1: Not much, actually. Really? I mean, trying to not smile the entire time, which didn't really happen, which we just kind of smiled at each other the entire time, Ooh. which was kind of awkward and weird. <laughs> so... so <laughs>
0: How did it compare to the rest of the experiment?
1: I mean, it actually went pretty easy. I mean the questions were hard. Right. But the and plus you didn't record us on video, so that makes it easier. Um
0: <laughs> You were worried about being recorded on video?
1: No, for the four minutes. That would oh, be kind yeah. of weird. Oh, you know? Awful. Yeah. No. Um no it was okay. I mean,
0: did it meet your expectations before you said that you had a little bit of nervousness about the questions? Was that nervousness justified?
1: Probably, because it is a lot of personal information that you're sharing. Mm-hmm. So, And we did, I think. So, yeah.
0: Alright,
1: cool. <laughs> okay, uh, that, those are the, the okay. questions.
0: So, what was going through your mind during the time when you guys were staring into each other's eyes?
2: Just like I mean, I know how long four minutes is, but it felt like a long four minutes. And I was like, maybe he didn't set an alarm, but he did. But yeah, just basically that. Like, ah, this is strange. I'm staring into someone's eyes and have to be quiet. The quiet part is the hardest part. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like I could have stared into his eyes for four minutes if I'd been talking the whole time. Mm -hmm. So I think maybe my problem is being quiet.
0: (laughs) Did that meet your expectations as far as how you expected that to feel? And... Included in that answer, how did you feel about the entire experiment?
2: Um, I think that I thought the staring into his eyes was going to be more awkward than it was, but I didn't feel as awkward. And he was smiling, so I knew that, like, he was probably on the same page as I was. The whole experience was strange because I feel like some of the questions are, like, forced questions that you wouldn't necessarily ever encounter on a first date and been on a lot of first dates so not like a lot of the questions I like would never ask someone on a first date what their most terrible memory is and be like tell me the answer it's being recorded like that would just be like a weird thing to do to <laughs> someone on a first date but he like it was good we had a good time no it didn't feel like an hour and a half it felt like it went by really quickly uh I feel like we were both I don't know. We like didn't know what was going on, even though like we'd been briefed on what was <laughs> happening. But we were both like, whose turn is it to read? And then I was like, hey, one of us should be even and one of us should be odd. But we were already on like question 24 by the time we figured that out. And then like I kept asking the question and just answering it right away. And he was like, you're asking me and you're answering it. And I was like, yeah, this is going good. We're having a good first date. <laughs> so it didn't feel like an hour and a half. It felt like, I mean, it felt like it went really quick.
0: So you're the only grouping that had this as a date versus just a random pairing. How do you think that the fact that you both have a romantic expectation going into it as a first date affected the experience?
2: Oh, um, well, I always, I feel like a first date is, like, you shouldn't even really call it a first date. Like, you should almost call it a first meeting because you, like, don't even know that other person. And so, like... It's hard to have, like, created, like, a specific thing, like, a date, like, without knowing anything about the other person. So maybe I'm just using the word date too loosely. But, like, I don't know. Like, I would go out with him again. Okay. Yeah. Right. He's interesting. Yeah. Nice. I wouldn't ask any of these questions on a second date. <laughs> <laughs> well, you already know the answer. Yes. There's, like, a follow-up 36 <laughs> questions.
0: <laughs> there is a small talk group of 36 questions that's not meant to create intimacy, but just lets you know a little bit more about them on a surface level. Yeah. All right. I'll send them to you. Perfect. (laughs) All right. Guys, that was Love About Town. Thanks so much for listening. Bye.